everyone, it's Leanne from the Alberta Motorcycle Safety Society and welcome to Think Bike, a podcast about all things motorcycle and the voice of motorcycle safety and awareness in Alberta. We like to talk about everything motorcycle related and bring you great guests to share their story. So thank you for tuning in. On today's podcast, we got a couple people that I, I know quite well, so this could, could be entertaining. Uh, I've got Sammy and David Mitchell with us. Welcome to the two of you. Hello. Hey, thank you. <laughs> so just to, you may have heard Sammy Mitchell's name here and there. She does a, a lot of help with us with events in Calgary and uh, works closely with our director, Sean, in Calgary. And we are all Triumph riders. Uh, we're all great friends and we do rides together. However, the reason why I wanted to bring these two amazing people onto the show is for one, they're a married couple and two, they ride together and they have experience on both sides of two up and separately. So hoping they can shed some insight into this. So first I'm going to start with David because I'm fairly certain riding started quite earlier for you. Can you tell me how you got into riding? Uh, so I started riding when I was a kid. Uh, started out with my mom taking me for a ride on the Z50. Uh, no helmet, totally like just around the yard, terrible. But it brought that joy of riding into into my life, and it's always been part of the family. Even the grandparents rode, my granddad rode in the war. It's it's just one of them things. Bikes are in the blood. And, and that is the Mitchell family to a, a T, for sure. Um, very rarely do they go anywhere without everybody. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> which, so. is, uh, which is amazing that your parents brought you up in such an amazing um, environment. And your mom has been riding for a super long time as well. Yeah, she stopped riding uh, when children came. So the the priorities of life changed a little bit for her. And then since the kids grew up and she's like, I don't have to worry about you anymore. I'm getting back on the bike and, and you can't keep her off it now. She rides more than me now. <laughs> so upsetting. But I mean, <laughs> she's a, she is a absolute lovely lady. Sammy, when did riding start for you? Was it when you guys met? Were you into bikes before? Um, I didn't ride as a kid. I, the first time I was on a Harley, I think, with my uncle one time. I tried dirt biking. That didn't go well in my teen years. Um, so, yeah, it really wasn't until um, I met David and actually moved in with him that we um, started to up on a dirt bike that we ended up breaking. Yeah, we we burned the clutch <laughs> out on that one pretty quick. <laughs> and then I forced, well, I guess I didn't force him, but I did push him to buy our first uh, bike together in 2010. And which was that? A 2009 uh, Triumph Bonneville. Oh, is that the one that's still in the family? Yes, we yes, still own that one. It's, it's now Sammy's though. Yeah, so we'll get to that in a minute. So you have yeah. the yeah the Bonneville. What was that like uh, for you guys for two up trips on the Bonnie? Uh, it's a smaller bike, number one. So you had to pack very conservative conservatively. Um, I got a tank bag for it. We had no windshield. We had all our gear, but it was like, it was tight. 
but mm. we made it work and it was fun. And I made him buy a backrest. Yes. Because she wanted a sissy bar. Yes. Just so she didn't have to like hold on as tight. But uh, we, we traveled all over on it. Where was the, where was the farthest that you went on the Bonneville? Kelowna? Yeah, it was Kelowna out for a Nelson raid. We stopped in Kelowna first. Yeah, we went to see a friend of mine out in Kelowna. It was also uh, the first rainstorm that we rode through, too. Four hours of rain from Highway 3 all the way up to Kelowna. It was it was a nightmare, but it was great. It's an adventure. Exactly. And then when did the tiger enter the picture? So how long ago now? Four years? Yeah. About four years ago, Sam expressed the interest of wanting to learn to ride. Well, um, it was before then because we've had the dirt bike, the one dirt bike for a while. Oh, yeah. She rewind a little bit. We bought a dirt bike. Sam wants to learn. I'm like, okay, well, she rode a, an XR79 185 four-stroke, and that was the bike to learn on. And it was very basic, and, and she gained the confidence required, and then she transitioned over to learning how to ride on the Bonneville. Uh, spouses sometimes don't work well when one teaches the other. So no. I had a friend of mine, Graham Barrows. We all know Graham. And he actually ended up instructing my wife on how to how to ride a road bike. Sometimes successfully, sometimes not. But, hey, it's part of learning. Because you've never dropped a bike before, David. Oh, God. All the time. <laughs> That's just how it goes. It's part of riding. Sometimes you end up on your side. Um, I actually took two courses, but I, I didn't have the uh, the confidence to actually pass the courses. But yeah, Graham did actually help out a lot in teaching me fully how to get the confidence and to ride. Um, but I, I did drop and break the Bonneville a week before <laughs> my test, road test. You fixed it. Yeah, so we had to fix it. So now Sammy's got her license and one bike for two people doesn't necessarily work very well. No, no. so the, the deal was that okay, if you pass your test, then I'll have to get another bike and you can have this one. And that's kind of how we rolled with it. And I ended up with a 2014 Triumph Tiger and slightly bigger bike, a lot more luggage capacity. <laughs> and uh, yeah, been riding them together ever since. So let's go back to now you have the Tiger and the Bonneville, but I distinctly remember running into you guys in Revelstoke on our way to the raid one year and you were still riding two up. Why? And um, well, first of all, probably a lot more comfortable for both of you because it is a bigger bike. Yes. Yeah. But um, why? Why, Sam? Well, so I didn't get my license until 2018 and it was June of 2018 and the raid is in July and I didn't have the full confidence to ride um, my like, yeah, to ride that far, um, on my own bike. So yeah, we were still riding two up on the, the tiger. Cause I think that was, well, that was the first year you got the tiger. That was it? the first year I got the tiger and I'm, I pretty much got it like the beginning of June. Um, and then, yeah, just, it's a bigger bike. It's easier to take, even though it's technically a smaller CC, it's so much better. And yeah, it just worked worked for both of us. Mm -hmm. And then correct me if I'm wrong, but it was the following year 
when I'm already in Nelson and you two pull in and I've never seen you happier. So tell me about, tell me about that first trip for the two of you, because you didn't even correct me if I'm wrong. You didn't even tell Mitchell seniors. No, no, we told nobody. Uh, we only told Graham that uh, we I would be riding out to Nelson in July um, of 2019 because I still wasn't very confident on a bike and I didn't want people to know. Um, so that year we actually decided that we wanted to go um, to do the uh, ride to the sun. Uh, I believe it's in Montana. Yep. Yeah, road the, to the, the sun. Yeah, road to the sun. So, um, yeah, we we packed a tent um, on David's bike, and we rode to um, Waterton. Stayed there. Rode down to Montana. Um, did some camping there. Um, did the road to the sun, which was fantastic. I want to do it again because I would actually like to see more than just the road in front of me. <laughs> now that I have more confidence. <sighs> Uh, we rode to Idaho, then through Washington up to Nelson, and that's when yeah we surprised Leanne with my bike, and then we yeah. strategically placed it by the registration table. So when the Mitchell clan showed up, um, they all got to see that I had rode myself, and that was that was super exciting. I was so proud of you, and and you haven't looked back since, which is no. great. So. David, as a as the pilot of the of the motorcycle, what and the husband, what are the key differences for you? And then Sammy, I'll ask you after uh, of of the riding two up versus riding with your wife on a separate bike. Obviously, two up on a motorcycle, you've you've got more weight. You've got more weight on the motorcycle itself, so you have to control it slightly differently, brake earlier, acceleration takes longer, things like that. But there was a lot less worry to up because I can, I know where Sam is. She's attached to the back of the bike. And I, I know my, my abilities. When she went into riding on her own, I spent a lot of time with her in front so I could keep an eye on her, which isn't necessarily the best thing because she doesn't get to learn lines or anything. But at the same time, I didn't have to keep looking in my mirror and ride most of the time in my mirror, keeping an eye on her. So it, it's it's very strange having to worry about someone else on a different motorcycle. And it was, it was only till then Graham said, just ride your own ride and she'll ride her own ride and you'll you'll be fine. But it took it took a long time for me to get to that point. He's still not at that point. Well, I still for- in front. Now, for for people who may not know these two lovely people as well as I do, David can be a bit stubborn, a bit. Yeah. <laughs> but that's part bit. of your charm. So, Sammy, same question to you. What was the differences for you from the two up to being on your own? Um, two up. Uh, um, I could look around more and take more pictures and stuff and, and that, but I found it kind of more boring um so i did tend to almost fall asleep sometimes on the back of the bike which isn't always the best thing um being on my own i have i i don't know it's just it's so it's so fun like yeah the freedom of the ride like when it's 
when people say wind therapy and the freedom and, and all that, it, it, you can't beat riding your own bike and yeah, it's just, you get like, there's that sense of freedom, but then all, all there's also like, you still have to really watch what you're doing. Cause it's nothing like a, a car. So around corners and stuff, you do have to be more careful. And sometimes you get that little bit of excitement cause you might be going a bit too fast in the corner. So, you, you know, there's, yeah, it's, there's, I don't know. It's, if you can get out on your own bike, I, I do recommend it. It's amazing. Or, or a little fast on the Coca-Cola, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we'll save yeah. that for another day. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know what, though? I think the the best way to also learn on a bike is to ride behind someone. Um, because I think that's truly when I, I got a lot more experience is when me and you did our trip to Nelson because um, the rat raid was canceled due to COVID. And riding behind Leanne, I learned actually how to do corners, where to go, how to use my clutch and all that. Because before I would panic and break, and, and, but I actually learned how to, to do all that because I rode behind someone so experienced. Um, and I never got that with David because, yeah, he even to this day, he still you did that wrong. You're doing this wrong. Do it this way. So in the mic, I have to say some things that aren't appropriate for podcasts. Well, and I was going to bring that up because you and I would converse through our Sina systems and, mm-hmm. you know, and I would, and, and I, David, I hear you, you worry about people who are maybe not as experienced behind you. And I would lose Sam in my mirrors and I'd be like, are you still there? And, you know, and she's like, yeah. And I said, okay. And we would just keep going. And, but I would also give her like, Hey, there's a hard corner coming up. Just be aware of that and let her do her own thing, which was great. Um, yeah, it's, it, it, it is a very different experience though, the two up to, to going on this single ride. So how, many rides do you guys do together versus separate now that you have two bikes? Um, unfortunately with David's schedule, Nelson is like our, our main ride together. We don't get to really do much riding together unless it's like short trips to friends' houses or, or stuff. Um, he goes on a boys trip every year with his buddies and then yeah nelson is really our own so we actually got rid of the 79 uh honda yamaha honda Honda, and got me a 2003 honda Honda. 230 (laughs) 230 yeah um because our plan this year is to try and go actually more off-roading um so that we can do kind of trips together. And then we are actually in the process of looking for a dirt bike um, for our son so that we can try and get him out more on the dirt bike. Cause right now he only has Z50 that yeah. we restored for him. So, and he is so gung ho about motorcycles. Oh yeah. Oh, yes. Like fearless, yes. like all children, fearless. He, uh, he learned on a, a small two-stroke motorcycle to start with, which really needed a governor, but he didn't have one on. <laughs> and uh, he went from riding in a straight line to power sliding it in about half an hour when he was five. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh my God, what have I created? 
<laughs> and yeah. you. <laughs> right. And, uh, and now he's, you know, it's, it's funny when he has the winter off from riding and then gets back into it, must take him a good 15, 20 minutes of just riding around, getting used to the bike again, even on grass. And, and then he gets his confidence back and then, then the speeds increase and then mm-hmm. dad's telling him to slow down again. But that's no different for any of us after a winter break, getting back on and easing right. in. Mm-hmm. Um, another dynamic of couples riding is, um, and again, I'm going to ask you guys this question separately because there's a bit of a twist differently depending on gender. Um, so David, with with husbands or partners or men who ride, what do you say to certain men out there who might be trying to push their partners into riding when maybe they don't want to? Like anything, it's got to be the person that wants to do it to do it. You, you you can't force anything upon anybody. It doesn't matter if it's riding a motorcycle or learning how to drive or, you know, things like that. You, you've got to want to do it, to have the interest in doing it. Because if you're not interested in it, you're never going to put your 110% into it, which what is what you need with riding a motorcycle. You so need to be on the ball all the time. So if Sammy had said she she was into it, but not really anymore, and she changed her mind, that would have been perfectly fine with you. Yeah. Yeah, she could have come on the back again. It's not a big deal. Uh, might have got a bigger bike, but that'd be about it, really, you know. Um, the 800 Tiger is nice one-up. I like the freedom it has with, with one person. So Yeah. And of course, then going to your son, if he wasn't so engaged in motorcycles, but I think he was born, I guess say most people who are from the UK, like yourself and your family, or you come out of the womb on a motorcycle pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So it's a mode, it's a mode of transport throughout the year there. So it's, it's much easier. And then Sammy, on your side of it, as, as a woman who experienced maybe not so much confidence and then found it, like, what do you say to those women who really want it, but are having a hard time getting there like you did? Um, I just like, it takes time. Um, we got the dirt bike in 2015 and I didn't get licensed till 2018, Um, Like I said, I did two motorcycle courses. Um, I didn't pass either one of them. I learned a lot from them, um, but I just really lacked the confidence to actually ride. And then even once I had my license, um, I was still trying to get the confidence. And I think, like I said, when did we do our girl trip? 2021? 2021, yeah. Yeah, that's when I finally really got the confidence in riding. And that's actually when I, I um, started taking my son on, on the bike with me. Um, we haven't done long trips at all. Like it's, I take him to school, which is 20 minutes. Um, but I, you know, like just keep working at it and just, yeah, it, it could take years for you to build up the confidence, but if you enjoy it and you love it, just keep working at it, keep doing the small trips, because over time things are going to get better and and one day everything will just click and you'll do amazing. You know, I I think it's um, also to take a step back and ask why you want to ride. 
And if it's not for you, then you really have to look at that as well. Because as David was saying, you have to want it or it's never really going to take. Yeah. And I think the real push for us is we, we are a, a biking family and we wanted to do more things as a family on the bike, which we haven't done yet. Um, but, um, it's a little hard to go three up on a motorcycle. So that was kind of like the, the main push for me to get my licenses so that the three of us could go out and, and do things on a bike together. There's always a Ural with a sidecar, right? <laughs> we know someone who makes Dave, them. David wants to say something about that so badly. <laughs> If I get older and I, I can't hold a bike up anymore, then definitely I'm going to be looking into something with three wheels. That's a guarantee because still at least you can get the wind in your wind in your hair and relax and enjoy the scenery and then still be a part of the, the biking community as such. What would be, last question, what would be, um, Sam, I'll let you go first. Your biggest tip for couples who ride together? Don't learn from your husband. <laughs> That's actually what they tell you in the schools too. They, yeah. they purposely do not put partners in the same course because of that reason, or they tell the husbands to go away, stop watching. So that's a, that is a good one. David. Yeah. Sorry, the question again. <laughs> what is your one biggest tip for couples who ride together? Have faith in your wife and her abilities. Oh, I like that. Are we going to live that now? <laughs> yeah, are we? I already am. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, I watch you two, and it is like couples goals on what you guys have done from when I first met you to where you guys are today and, and Sammy's journey into getting her own license and how supportive you have been throughout the whole way, David, it's been a joy to watch. And you're right. The, the Mitchell clan is, is, um, a sight to see at the triumph rally that, uh, that we go to in July. Um, and it's, really incredible to watch an entire family kind of out there and enjoying this sport that we love so much. I want to thank you for taking the time to kind of share your stories about couples who ride together. Cause uh, I know there's guys out there that push and there's girls out there who maybe didn't and that. Oh, that's a good last question, David. What if Sammy never wanted anything to do with motorcycles, but was fine with you doing your thing? Um, is that divorce? Is that divorce right there? (laughs) (laughs) She wants more and more to do with whatever I'm doing. So if I like, like the off-roading, I started off-roading on the, on the tiger and she's like, well, maybe I could get into that. And hence why we've now bought the the dirt bike that we've got to get registered for the off-road. So. But what if she never wanted any of it? Like if she never wanted any of it? Uh, Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't because she wanted to ride. Like it's, you know, I never, like, I didn't say, Oh, you need to get your license. You need to do this. It was not, Sam was always coming to me. I want to do this. I oh, want. you like that Bonnie? Sure. Let's buy it. Right. That was the only thing she managed to convince me to do was I bought a brand new motorcycle and I, you know what? I'm so glad she did it 
but we're never going to sell that motorcycle. It's been repainted. It's now her bike. And uh, yeah, you know, you guys are a match made in heaven, really. I don't know. Some days. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's marriage. But anyway, (laughs) I, uh, I have fun with you guys every summer we get to hang out and, uh, and in the winters and enter girl time and, you know, and all that stuff. Thank you so much again for taking the time to come on and share your stories about, uh, about you guys together and your riding adventures. And I can't wait for a lot more for sure. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're we're already talking about how long it will be before Andy comes to the first grade. So. Oh yeah. Already started. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be a good time mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. All right, you guys, thank you so much. We will see you soon. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. On our mailbag today, we got a question from Kevin in Calgary about how do you deal with riding over cattle guards or as they're also known as Texas gates? So I did a little talk with one of our uh, one of our guests who is also an instructor at one time, and, and we both had the same approach to this, so that's good. You want to maintain your speed and look ahead to where you're going. As we all know, your motorcycle go- will go where you're looking. Most importantly, you want to make sure you hit the, the cattle guard or the Texas gate as perpendicular as possible not on an angle in any way that's going to cause you problems. And if you can hit the thickest part of the gate, last warning on this one, and it's a major caution warning. If they are wet, they're not fun at all. And you may not make it across in one piece. So be aware of that as well. Um, not trying to scare anybody, just giving you all of the options, maintain your speed. Don't slow down. Don't speed up. Just stay much like you would on gravel. Stay exactly at your speed and just keep trying to move forward. Perpendicular is key, preferably not when they're wet. And that is our show for today. To make sure that you don't miss any of our upcoming podcasts or listen to previous ones, make sure you click on subscribe or follow wherever you get yours. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover or a guest you think would be great on the show or a question for the mailbag, let us know. You can connect with us through all the socials, email us at info at ab-amss.org or reach out through our website at ab-amss.org. Always remember to ride smart, ride safe and think bike. We'll see you out on the road. Oh,